Hello, and welcome to the Sugar Mama Show, where I, Sugar Mama, invite interesting people to share their interesting stories. Today, actually, I'm really excited for this next guest. She's someone that I followed um, from an article I read in the Ladies Home Journal, and she's sort of been hard to, to track down between Texas and California. Now I found her again in California. And hers is a story, um, depending on who you talk to, it's about motherhood and or friendship. Um, my guest, Frana Sadler, gave literally the gift of life to a family friend and um, tested the boundaries that I'd say that most of us um, live by in a friendship and uh, she's she's a real inspiration for um, an advocate for surrogacy, um, and I just want to welcome her. Welcome, Frana. Thank you. And I'm wondering, um, just to hear in your own words, if you can tell everyone a little bit about your experience when your relationship with the person you ultimately became a surrogate for, and and just just tell us your story. Well, it started um, while I was living in Texas. And I, I found out from a very dear friend that my baby mama, Susan, who was newly married, was not going to be able to carry children. She has a heart condition that um, she couldn't go off of medication to carry the children, mm-hmm. and the medication would damage likely damage a fetus. And um, she had lost her father and her brother, who were my father's best friend and family friend for generations, Mm -hmm. um, to the same heart condition. And the minute I heard that, I just said, I have to do it. I have to do it for her. She cannot endure one more disappointment like this. Well, and I have to cut in for a second. Um, Frana has three kids of her own at this time. You had three under six years old? Yes. Three kids under six years old. So she, you, were about to embark upon getting pregnant again um, with having three kids of your own to, to manage. So, so talk about that process of when you made that decision. Well... I'm not a deliberator, really. I sort of um, live by what my family has always said, ready, fire, aim. I just, I shoot from the heart. I go for it. I made the decision in my head, and and then I pitched it to my husband, who, you know, didn't, wasn't quite there yet. Yeah. Much more time for him, but once he came around, he was 100% on board. So I, um... I just, it was Mother's Day four years ago, and I, this sounds so bizarre, but I sent an email because I didn't want her to have to react. It's, it was so abstract. Yeah. The concept, I just thought, I know nothing about it. I'm going to offer it to her, and we'll go down this path and see where life takes us. It, right. We might not be able to do it. I, it might not work. I don't know what's involved. So I sent a very odd email <laughs> to she and her husband saying, you know, hi, I, I've been thinking about you. I heard of, about your current situation. And Michael and I are 
open to exploring the possibilities of surrogacy. If you would like that, I'm an advocate for adoption, but maybe we could figure it out. I love you both. I support you in your new marriage and your life. I love your family. And how long did it take Call for her to respond? at your leisure. Yeah. I'm leaving town to move back to California in three weeks. I'm not rushing you. I'm just saying if it's something you want to do, we should discuss it. Call me whenever you want. Um, several hours, probably. It was Sunday. It was Mother's Day. Oh. And um, I, Susan told me that they went for a big, long walk. They were shocked, like chin on the ground. I mean, wow. who does that? Like yeah. an email. And I... I can look at myself and say, who would do that? That's insane. So several hours later, she called me back and said, we're floored. And we unanimously would like to go, let's see. Let's see what we can do. And so in three weeks, we saw doctors, um, So we saw doctors and therapists and um, therapists, meaning the psychological component, psychological component. You have to all four of us sat in a room. I went on my own. There's like a checklist for a mm -hmm. circuit and um, the fertility doctors. They Everyone requires that I be cleared right. mentally. And um, the doctor, I went to three sessions. He cleared me. No problem. Mm -hmm. And then all four of us. Scott, Susan, Mike, and I went in together mm -hmm. and talked about our greatest fears, our biggest dreams, our how we see it, and um, we all walked out feeling this is the right thing. If the doctors, you know, if we all agree, if Mike and I walked out saying if they agree, we agree, and they did the same. So we all went our separate ways. Right. We got in the car, drove to California. By the time we got to Arizona, I texted, if you're in, we're in. Uh -huh. I text her back, if you're in, we're in. And so. Next was, thing you know. It was so, six weeks later. Oh, my gosh. And then I know that in those situations, and we'll fast forward a little bit, they, you usually put in multiple um, embryos, right? Yes. They don't. Fertility is fertility is fertility. They're going for numbers. They don't cater to whether you have fertility issues or not. Right. They're, they have a method, and they follow that method, the protocol. And I didn't have any fertility issues. She was 25. He was right. 26. Their, their eggs were perfectly good. We didn't have any problems. We just had... Vehicle issues. Right, and right. so, I mean, I had had plenty of perfect pregnancies. Yeah. And so they followed the protocol. They put two fertilized embryos in. Of course, they were watching it all the way to the second, right before watching the very best right. embryos develop. And they just got one, popped it in, and it was still developing. And it split. One in 50,000, baby. <laughs> So you now are are pregnant with triplets. Yes. And that news was met how? Well, I had experience looking at the sonogram. 
and the look on the doctor's face when we were going to see. I knew it was twins, period, end of story. We yeah. had twins, it was twins. Right. I could feel it, I knew it. My numbers were off the charts. Yeah. I just knew. And so when I looked, it, I kind of knew what I was looking at, but I, Scott and Susan didn't. I mean, it was just a screen. With black blobby with white With blobs things. on it, yeah. yes. And the doctor said, oh, oh. <laughs> And it was met with laughter and tears, you know, when you're laughing right. and the tears are rolling down yep, yep. your face. I think for me, because, and they were white as a guess. Both of them, they were 26 like, years old. 26 years about old. About to be parents to three kids. Mm -hmm. and, and I think part of it was for a while there was fear. Yeah. We didn't know there's danger. Yeah. High, yeah. high risk. And which, danger. which is one thing I read as your pregnancy moved along. So obviously you, you all opted to keep all three embryos because you, you were faced with a decision where you could have, you could have. Selective reduction right. is the option. Um, yes. And we unanimously, we really addressed everything as a group, mm -hmm. the four of us. Um, we didn't alienate anyone's voice. Right. So you you opted to keep all three, and as to fast forward, what I read on that Ladies Home Journal is that you ended up on bed rest, and you were in California with her three babies in you, and she was in Texas twiddling her fingers, panicked, and you had a family to take care of. So can you tell me now what Susan did for you? Yes, and this is um, the beauty of Susan. She said, I'm going to move out there and take care of your children. So she came out to, she said it. She said, I'm coming. I'm going to move out there. I'm going to take care of your kids while you're on bed rest. Oh, my gosh. And she did it. She came actually just in the nick of time. She came two weeks ahead. I'm like, oh, you. I thought there is no putting me down. I'm doing great. I'm feeling yeah. fine. I'm good. I'm resting. I'm sleeping. I read all of the Twilight books in a week. <laughs> I mean, I was mad. You know, I yeah. thought, no, there's, I'm going to beat this thing, mind over matter. And she was there for 10 days. Boom. Straight down to full bed rest. I could barely, I could shower, I could go to the bathroom, I could brush my teeth. And this is what you did for her. Did you ever, did you ever, and I... I don't want to put words in your mouth. Did you ever, during the most uncomfortable days when you couldn't hold your own children because you were on bed rest and restricted, were you ever like, the hell did I just do? No. 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 No, never. That's never. amazing. That's amazing. No. It, we were, it was such a team. It was such a teamwork. You know, Scott was traveling back and forth from Texas. Susan and Mike were managing my kids. And how and were your me, kids? I mean, she was feeding me. She was, I mean, we had help doing the housework and the laundry and that kind of the hard parts mm -hmm. of that. But, I mean, she was up. I would get up. I would pick up, pull everyone's clothes quickly and set it out. And then Mike would get them dressed. And the lunches, Susan was making the lunches and breakfast right. and running to the bus stop. I mean, were your kids, did they, you know, rub your tummy? And did they think brother, sister? or They didn't. They love these children so much, and they loved the idea of it, and mm -hmm. they they love them like cousins. 
Well, so let's jump to that. Let's jump to the birth. Um, Mm -hmm. So I know that you had to kind of keep your legs crossed for several weeks in the hospital so they wouldn't pop out before. Uh, Is it 34 weeks? I was in the hospital bed for six weeks. Six weeks. In the hospital. I had so many friends at Mission Hospital. (laughs) I go by all the time. That's a shout out to Mission. Um, It was a great So tell me when they were born. I'm assuming that Susan and Mike and is it? And what's Scott. and Scott were in the room? They were. Okay. Mm-hmm. And is it C section or was oh, it Oh yes. Okay. I actually wanted to do You can say vagina on here. A vaginal delivery. <laughs> um just because I wanted them to experience it. Yeah. But the doctor said no way. I mean yeah. it's a very elaborate production to have triplets. And you were thirty eight at this point or thirty Oh, um thirty four and a half weeks. But how old were you? Oh, Yes, I was 37. 37, okay. Yes, it was very elaborate. I mean, there were 22 people in the room. Wow. You know, a, nurse, a doctor and a nurse per baby and doctor, uh, anesthesiologist, 17, 22 people. So coordinating that crew is no small feat, and the doctor just, he wouldn't even consider it. Yeah, He yeah. never, he smiled, oh, no. Never yeah, that. never. No. And it actually, thankfully, it didn't. It was, yeah. That was the way to do it. Right. But, you know. So tell me, when they came out, mm-hmm. um, who were they handed to first? Well, the doctors and the nurses. I mean, Scott and Susan were, were there. They were right there. And initially, they weren't going to allow Scott in because there's only one other person in the room allowed we begged and begged and begged for weeks. Everyone, I was politicking everyone. Right. Please, Scott has to be in there. They wouldn't commit. So the morning of, um, really the decision is left to the anesthesiologist. Mm-hmm. And I gave him all I had. And he said, yes. And so <sighs> Scott and Susan, I know, I just couldn't imagine Scott not having been there. So it was beautiful. It was really great. So um, I have to be honest, in the C-section, I was behind the curtain. Right. I was a little bit loopy. I don't know exactly how it went. But I know that Susan was holding my hand. They were right there with me and then right there with the babies. It happened really fast. So did you, the, I know this is the question you probably get all the time. Did you feel any maternal bond with the babies? No, I didn't. They're Susan's babies. And They're Susan's babies. babies. Love, sheer love, but love like I would feel for you on the day yeah. that you have your babies and love for my sister and love yeah, for my yeah. So tell me about, as if that's not enough, what you've done for Susan and Scott, and of course she, you, taking care of your family. Um, on top of that, you pumped breast milk for how long for those babies? I think babies? it was six weeks. I think it was six weeks. I had to finally call it when I was racing around with my kids. Finally, I was back on my yeah, feet, yeah. and it was summer, and I came racing in from somewhere, I put the pumps on, and all of a sudden, it was like a deluge into my lap. I had forgotten to put the cups on the bottom. Oh, my God. And it was hilarious. It was like downpour into my lap. And um, I, I said in my head at that moment, I think I have to pull back a little. Yeah, I'm losing my noodle. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, I probably did it for another couple of weeks after that. And then 
I just, I wasn't getting home enough. It was getting really hard. It was, the milk was drying up mm-hmm. and we were FedExing it to them. And um, I do, I do know that they had alternative sources in Austin right. that were helping them. And so I really gave it my all, but it was time for me to turn to my family. Well, I, I, I think that's, I think that's understandable. I really did believe in it. I really was right. determined to give them hundred percent. Yeah. Know? I mean, colostrum yeah. and the, the mama's milk, I think. Is, yeah. Yeah. Is critical. Well, let me ask you a question. First of all, they're, they're three, three and a half now. Yes, they just three. turned three. Oh. And, they, uh-huh. and do they know yet? I know they're a little young. Do they know yet that they weren't in their mom's time? You know, Susan did send me an email recently that they're starting to breach the subject. I don't know how. Yeah. I, I don't know how, and I don't. I certainly don't know right. how. Right, her story received, to tell, kind of. But they are very open about it, and actually, the they call me Franna Baby Mama. <laughs> Franna Baby Mama. Franna Baby. Hi, Franna Baby Mama. <laughs> oh, do they have a little Texan accent? Oh yeah, <laughs> they do. They're and of course, adorable. and I should have clarified this earlier. It was Scott's sperm and her egg, so it's not like they would look anything like you. Oh and no, like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just happen to look kind of alike in yes. the pictures in the Ladies yes. Home Journal. I was, yes. I was sort of commenting on that. Now, let me ask you this: This is probably you probably haven't been asked this. I know you've been um, in terms of media because not a lot of relationships you know, come to this level of, of carrying your friend's babies. Um, if you could describe this whole experience in three words, or can you try? Three words. It's hard. Heartwarming, love, mm-hmm. family. It's just, I don't know. That's probably not what I would use. Love. It's just, yeah. the, at the end of the day, it's just family. So because... Um, series like these it is essentially even though i'm positioning this as friendship and love and friendship. family okay that's um, that's the it's friendship it's love friendship and family which those are the three words i would describe. a lot of us a lot of us parents um and i was talking to you earlier about this before we started recording is there on many days i feel like i'm a better friend than a mom that being said i don't think I could ever be that kind of friend or that level of friend. And I'm a, I'm a wonderful friend, <laughs> if I may say so myself. So I wanted to ask you not to, and I'm using my finger quotes here, not to sell surrogacy, but to kind of take some of the fear away for anyone that may be able to give a gift like this to someone they love. Um, is there anything you can say to anyone out there that may Just don't grow a family? Like- Yes, just don't let fear hold you back. We only have one life. This is it. You have mm-hmm. one chance to do what you do. And if you feel it in your heart and you're and you feel it in your gut, believe me, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can do it. And it's an overflowing joy to be able to help someone you can't do that. It's maternal. It's in us. It's it's about mothers giving to mothers, mm-hmm. and and women giving to women. It's a it's something that any husband would do for his wife if he could. Right. But he can't. Right. He can't. But it is a gift that we've been given, and and just don't be afraid to do it. It's a wonderful, well, fulfilling experience. Brianna, I can't thank you enough for coming on my show and all of my stalking from California to Texas and to come here so early in the morning. 
um, to share your story. And it's, it's, um, the article was lovely, but didn't do it justice to see you in person and to see just, you know, Franna, I should tell everyone out there, she's about five feet tall, a little spitfire. And just to even picture her pregnant with triplets is, is, is funny, borderline horrifying. But I, um, it's really an honor to know you and, and to um, have you on the show. So thank you so much. Thank you. And I will, I'll try and, um, put uh, on the website some links to some surrogacy sites if anyone's interested. And you can always email me at ask at asksugarmama.com if you'd like to speak more with Fran about her experience. Thanks so much. Till next time.